Good morning, guys. This is Midnight Cody talking to you. Coming from the AV in California. Now, the topic today I wanted to bring to you guys is all about commitment. Now, I feel like commitment is more of a you know as far as a terms if I could say the commitment should be where it's two people actually accepting the fact that they're down for each other no matter what like they only love each other they only are there for each other they only working together to strive together to become better versions of themselves by helping each other to achieve goals in their dreams. Well, to achieve their goals in their dreams. While others think commitment is different. Now, what do you guys think commitment is? Do you think commitment is something different? Do you think commitment is something earned? Do you think commitment is something cherished? Or you do you think commitment is a legal binding contract like what are your guys opinions and thoughts about this what is a commitment to you that's what I'm asking you because there's a lot of people in relationships nowadays that are together for the wrong reasons some of them together as far as being committed to each other committed to each other just because the fact they only have sex like if the sex is great then you know they're together but they're only together for the sex or for the money or for the fact that rather like one is using the other or both of them are using each other just because of not just money or sex but other things it could be drugs it could be whatever you know there's a lot going on when it comes to that but I feel like certain people don't know what a commitment is because like I said a commitment can be different and varies by different, so many different varieties of that word. Like everybody got their own version of commitment. Commitment to one person could be, oh, like a friend. Like you know, oh, we're friends, so that's like a bond. Like that's their version of commitment. A commitment could be to somebody else. Oh, well, I'm only have sex with that one person. That's it. That's all. I don't like that person. I don't love that person, but I'm committed to him. That's their version of commitment. Another version of commitment could be to this per another person. Oh, we have sex and we're best friends, but that's the only best friend I have. So I use him, use him or her for because, you know, we both sexually crave each other. That's another version of a commitment for somebody else. So like I said, there's so many different versions of the word commitment to each different person, each individual. Visualize that word differently. Some, it's old school. Like, for example, if a man is committed to a woman, he's committed to that one woman. That's it, that's all. He's not committed to five women, two women, seven, eight, nine, ten, no, just that one woman that he's pursuing, that he's chasing, and that he's really trying to strive for that person 
You're really trying to be make that woman a better person, just like that woman's trying to make him a better man so they can actually achieve their goals and dreams and actually prosper in their future. Well, some like like while some other people, you know, just random individuals, they could be committed to friends or so-called friends. And the other friends may not treat that commitment just like the other person may not treat that commitment as far as just being like, oh, well, hey, I'm committed to somebody else just like how you committed to this other person. You know, they call that like an open relationship, which I really find that makes no sense because you're basically just giving yourselves away to just about any person. But you're together when y'all together. That makes no sense. Honestly, it don't. But like I said, the topic I brought today was basically about commitment. Is it real or is it fake? I ask you guys these questions. Tell me your comments after you hear this. Hopefully you heard this whole podcast. Again, this is Midnight Cody. And just tell me what you guys think. All right. You guys be safe out there. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is Sunday, September 30th. It is the last day of September, and tomorrow it will be October. Man. September really went by that quick. And soon it'll be October. And the next you know, it'll be December. And soon it'll be New Year's Eve. <laughs> well, this is Midnight Cody coming to you guys from California. It is 5.39 p.m., about to be 5.40 in the afternoon. And today's topic is about the job and the life of security. Now, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the life of security. Well, that depends on what I'm talking about. It's either unarmed security or armed security. But I feel like this applies for both. So we're just going to leave with the title, The Life of Security. I've been doing security for almost, I'll say, four years now. Soon be five. And in my experience with security, I witnessed so much stuff as far as crazy people, ignorant people, people, I guess that goes as far as the same thing as ignorant people being disrespectful to you, not being appreciated in security, having fake, fake smiles and fake laughs around you in security. Heck, I'll even say people disrespect you as far as other people that got jobs think that security is the lowest of the lowest as far as jobs for hire. And it's like, dang, you would think security will get respect because the president has his own private security. Certain celebrities have their own private security. Well, they're bodyguards, but they're still security. Even people who go to who train in martial arts who are also bodyguards, eventually some either become security or trained in the field of security, you know, even certain police, policemen, eventually after they retire, they go to be in a, either security guard or somewhere 
higher up in the security field as a lieutenant or a captain. But it's just crazy how certain people disrespect security, security guards, the security officers, even armed or unarmed. It's like they don't take us seriously. They look at us like it's a joke, but they don't know how it feels to be security unless they put your shoes on. They don't know the long nights and the long mornings that you have to do staying up, actually doing nothing. Well, let me change that. For some security guards, they do nothing. Well, for some, they actually do do something. They walk around. They check the perimeter. They look and inspect things. They make sure nobody's on the property. They inspect whoever walks or comes on the property. They also have a radio. They also sometimes use their phone. They also sometimes try their best to stay up even though they might work over late, overnight late shifts. Now, those that do the overnight late shifts, I give y'all credit because I used to do it myself a long time ago. And those ain't easy. I remember I was working for a, a security company called Intercon Security based out of Pasadena, California. And I used to do I used to watch over the Edison company. I used to watch over their trucks, their copper wire, everything that belongs to Edison, their little buildings. And that wasn't easy. I had a partner who was um, on site as well that we um, used to charge the phone, the radio phone, so our watch captain or watch commander would check up on us every two hours or so to make sure that we still up or you know still aware that we're doing our job but eventually that one didn't work out because the fact of the matter is he used to snitch on me because of the fact that I didn't want to charge my phone even though the car I had where we had to charge the phone through a lighter inside the car by the radio you know I'm talking about where the lighter is mine was broke so I couldn't charge it so there was times where he had to charge it and I had to tell my lieutenant, hey, this dude would complain to me about charging me not charging the dang phone, even though there's times where I would use the phone and he knew that my car didn't, my thing is, my son, my car didn't work. He would still blame me for it. Then there was times where I'd be patrolling. This dude would be asleep on the job. Like, he, this dude literally had a radio inside his, not a radio, a clock. And I'm talking about one of those alarm clocks that people use for food. Like, for real, he used to sit there and use it just, like, to turn it for 30 minutes or 60 minutes. And he used to be like, what the heck is going on? I used to flash my lights on my headlights at my car and his car to wake him up. And he would sit there and say, I wasn't asleep. And I'd be like, well, let me do that. I will get in trouble, right? Ain't that something? But it was just crazy how my own co I did have other co-workers that were, some of them were cool and some of them were not cool. You know, they actually did do their job. While others, you know, they swore they did their job, but only to turn up, you know, they end up stabbing you in the back because they swore they had your back, but even though at the end of the day, they didn't. I worked for another company, and it was called all tech security now that company was based out of Santa, um, Santa Clarita I worked at the Via Princesa train station the Santa Clarita train station and the Newhall train station 
Then it was times where I was at the McBean Transit Center in Valencia, the bus center. That right there was not the business either. I mean, it, was, it had its ups and downs where I liked, I did like Newhall train station. The only reason why I liked it was because I had my own little office. I could have sat in there. I can watch the people, help the people at the ticket machine, help the people up onto the train, actually talk to people, pass the time. It had its perks. Heck, there was times where I got on lunch where I could go across the street. It was this little sandwich shop. They used to make the best dang sandwiches, I'm telling you. Their sandwiches were bomb. Always so good. And I enjoyed that every day when I went to work. Really, that was the highlight of my day. Go and have one of their sandwiches that was really that dang good. I probably, for that company, it was cool, but it wasn't cool. Then there was times during the summer of every year that we, um, me and the rest of the people who work at Alltech Security, went to do, um, what was it called? Concerts at the park. It was a little thing they had in San Corita where cover bands would come out to the come out to the city of San Corita to come perform for and play songs by um, famous celebrities. And they had some good music playing. I ain't gonna lie. There was one time they played Carlos Santana's music. They played Earth, Wind, and Fire's music. They played, shoot, what else? I think even Queen's music. They were playing some good people's music. I ain't gonna lie. But you try standing there being security by the dang speaker. Also, you're standing there because of the fact that you have the cover band goes behind you to go inside their room, dressing room to change, and to make sure nobody's coming, knowing that music's going to be blasting in your ears, you may go deaf. <laughs> Man. I'm glad I finally got some earplugs so I wouldn't be deaf. But yeah, that company had its ups and downs. Didn't get paid that much either. I think I got paid, what, $3.29 every two weeks, which was sad. I mean, there was times where we did get to watch over parks and sometimes a library. But even that was rare itself. Then I ended up working for another company called Land Security. Now, let's talk about Land Security. Land Security is based out of Lancaster. And our office was somewhere over there by the business center over there off of Division. Division, I believe, J8, I believe. I don't know for sure. But um, they paid bi-weekly. Well, I guess two weeks is the same thing as bi-weekly. I hope it is. But every two weeks, I think I made $600, $700. I mean, it was cool. Don't get the game twisted. My bills were paid. Everything was cool, but literally, it had those moments where the people at the job I was working for, I was I was put at a, a plaza where I had to watch over three different buildings and make sure nobody homeless or anybody that was basically don't belong there. I guess there was a point in time where the homeless tried to sneak into the restrooms at night to sleep in. And some of the people who worked at the plaza, where they had nonprofit organizations, healthcare departments, law firms, and such, you would walk into the morning into the building and they'd be find some homeless person sleeping in the restroom, which was crazy. But when I got there, they had them, you know, 
the people, the maintenance people come out there to lock them up. So I guess that problem was no longer relevant. But there was times where I was doing my job and some of them would sit there and say, I wasn't doing my job because I was like, well, if I'm watching over the buildings, especially during the summer and the heat, if I want to sit down somewhere, I'm going to sit down somewhere. Heck, it could be in my car. Heck, it could even be inside the office itself where the air conditioner is. You ain't about to have me out here sweating and dripping, trying to pass out. The heck wrong with you? But um, they eventually put me over, I think it was called um, Care First Health Clinics. One in Lancaster, one in Palmdale. That was cool. It was a different change of pace most of the people there you know they're like me most of the people there you know I could tell they didn't like me because of the fact that I had a different attitude like I never had an attitude when it came to work it was just that I had my professional side then I had my my side <laughs> but most of them were expecting somebody to be like oh he's cool he's cool I mean I'm cool but just know this is my job too as well I'm not about to sit here and be so too 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 cool to be like oh he's that laid back now nah, I gotta stay on my toes keep on my P's and Q's but you know there's always somebody out to get you when you when it comes to working anywhere you work at even in security now I want to do different and better company security company and they pay me weekly and I can't complain so far like if I could find another job that could pay me much more than the company I work for right now and twice as much and get my weekends back, I would not complain. But the only thing good about this security company I'm working for, they pay me weekly. So if I actually want to do something over the weekend, or if I have plans, trust me, I'm going to have money in my pocket just like that. Like it's nothing. But security has its ups and downs even for certain armed ones I heard the armed security also go through something way worse than the unarmed go through I mean there were several times where people tried to commit suicide at one security company I was working for on the train tracks there were people that tried to lay on the train tracks and there was a couple of people who did end up dying or killing themselves and it was just crazy Heck, I even caught some people trying to cat, um, trying to have sex in the restroom. I remember this woman tried to walk in the restroom with this girl, tried to play it off, and I just literally saw them walk in together. I was like, come on, bro, get out of here. This girl sit there and say, no, bro, no, it's not like that. Then I see his girl pulling off her skirt trying to get naked. And I was like, uh-uh, get out of here. The boy, why tell him why the girl, the girl ends up walking, running to the houses behind me? While the boy tried to run across the street. It was crazy. I was just like, do they even know each other? Like, why would they split in two different directions? I don't know. But, I tell you this. It wasn't an attempt to force a rape. It wasn't a rape because the girl was cool with it. From what I could hear from around, they was moaning and groaning. She wasn't fake moaning. She was enjoying it. Trust and believe that. Hey, there was a time where... It was on the tra- um, the train was late going to Lancaster coming from LA, and the people it was a group of people on the other side of the train track trying to tell me I didn't know anything. I was like, listen, I don't work for MetroLink. I work for the city of Santa Clarita as security. 
I don't know what makes you think I don't know anything. I literally studied that damn training schedule they had, the mental training schedule. I scheduled, literally trained my head and my mind to know what time the train leaves from every destination to where it's about to go to, where the mid stops were, where it's gonna stop, and so on and so forth. I literally put time into that dang schedule so everybody will ask me what time such and such is coming, what time is this coming, whatever. It was this one dude, he literally sat there, I think he was Mexican, but this dude was telling these all these people, oh, the security guard don't know nothing, come with me, they coming this way. And there was two ways going out of Newhall, and this all happened at Newhall Station, by the way. One way going to LA, one way going down to Lancaster. In my mind, I'm sitting there looking at this dude, this dude like, okay, go, I told everybody, go believe him then. Literally, I had four people on my side of the train tracks. I was like, we're going to listen to him because he know, does know. So when the train finally pulled up, because everybody was even walking over there to him, I'm just like, go ahead, walk over there. Since I don't know anything, go walk over there. The train finally pulled up on my side going to Lancaster. This dude felt so stupid that everybody literally started running, trying to run across when the train was coming. I was like, no, y'all need to stay on your dang side because if you run over here and get hit, it's on me. So stay over there. But as soon as the train stopped, even the train conductor asked, why are they on that side? I was then I told him the same thing. That bum head over there tried to tell me I wasn't doing my job. How you gonna tell me or tell somebody that's not doing their job after I literally just said I studied this whole dang train schedule, know what time the trains are coming. Come on now. He never made that mistake again. I remember it was a time where a fool was acting a fool on the dang train. And they asked me, security, I'm unarmed security, by the way, at the time. They're going to sit there and tell me, take them off the train. I'm like, well, technically, the company I work for don't tell me or said anything about me actually moving people, removing people off the train, unless by force. I can ask somebody to get off the train, but I can't really touch them, unless I was armed. It was this one dude trying to literally stab people with a pen, a pen, a lead pen, a lead pen, I believe, was a lead pencil. I don't know, but I didn't know that he was trying to stab the train conductors. He also tried to stab me with it. I backed off and said, hey, man, look, just get off the train. We got no problem. So he eventually got off the train. Then he left his stuff on the train. And I was just like, okay, this dude don't know where he's at. But long story short, all I got to say is this. For every security guard that's working out there unarmed and armed, we got it tough than people realize. And people need to start actually realizing that security isn't just easy money, even though it is, but we do go through some things that some people won't believe, even though people may look at it differently, but we do go through some things that is absolutely ridiculous just for some easy money, since we're being honest. So if you guys tuned in so far this long, and hopefully y'all didn't get bored with this. Like I said, please leave a comment. If you want to leave a comment, download the Anchor app. It'll tell you how to show you how to actually put in a video subscription to, so, I can let, so you guys can let me know what y'all said. I hope you guys have a good day. This again was Midnight Cody. Y'all be safe out there. All right, peace.